Welcome to the Language of Hope podcast. Our host, Betty Chen is the senior pastor of New Spring AG, a visionary, a teacher, and one who believes in the second coming of Christ. And now to today's message. Put your hands together for them and celebrate them. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Glory. Now you can kindly have your seat, but you people will stay with me. I want you to help me to close early. I'm closing in the next 10 minutes. If you vamos, we are, we are not done. Amen and amen. You want to kindly get your jota, get your pen, and let's delve into the word of God. I want to share something with you for the next 10 minutes, which is going to be a blessing to you and to your entire life and every facet of your life. Glory be to God. If you are not able to finish today, we will continue, God willing, next week. Amen and amen. The whole of this month happens to be our month of holiness. Holiness, the doorway to greatness. Holiness. So even though God willing, next week happens to be a wedding. Um, let him come this way for me. Come, come back some more. Back, 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 back again. Ah, good. Back, back, back again back again uh-huh. it's going to be a wedding so I'll preach about holiness in wedding huh? glory be to God it's only one person that is responding amen you think we will leave you to do whatever you like in relationship no you carry holiness into marriage and you do the right thing amen and amen glory be to God powerful today I met someone here they say appear stadium or whatever. Say, man of God, I want to come to the church, but there's so many nice ladies there. So if I come, I will fall. I said, in falling, we rise. So come and fall. Come and fall. Huh? Anywhere you see nice, powerful ladies have gathered, it only depicts one thing. In this house, it depicts one thing. It depicts holiness. To you say, man, and as a church, you Glory be to God. Amen and amen. Powerful. And if you are a lady in this house, let me tell you something. Let me share this thing with, with this thing. I know this one, they won't go on Spirit FM. It's a, it's a personal affair we are having here. If you're a lady here, a young man proposed to you. Now listen to me this very, very carefully. People are falling victim of it. I keep repeating it. It's not anything. I don't need anything from you. I'm married. I won't add you to my wife. I won't, I won't do it. Tell the guy to come and tell me. You see, some guys are very smart. If he has good intention for you, you will come and tell the pastor. The moment you tell him, you tell him one, he's not coming. Two, he's not coming. It's enough a prophetic word for you. I tell you. I tell you. I tell you. I will tell you. That is why we are here today. Uh-huh. so if you tell me I should tell you I'll tell you yes if you tell him one listen to me very carefully tell him one go and tell papa if only you have good intention unless you the lady you are ready that the guy should use you and go but if you you are you are ready for something serious let the guy come. it's not anything you know why I do that I do that because I'm the leader here I see everywhere some people want to play double game you come and report to me, you tell me this one is interesting. I register it in my book that this one and this one is going out. Now, some time ago, I did the same thing and listen to what happened. No, let me do it. I see somebody's blinking their eye. I will do, I will know, I will do this. Because there are certain things we need to tackle it head on because this month is our month of holiness. Glory be to God. Now, some time ago, I was I said that it's not wrong to date. Huh? Dating is the first step into marriage. It's not wrong to date. It's a good thing. But why is it that if you have good intention, you can't open up and say, I'm dating this one? Why? Some time ago, Trey, I decided that you can't play smart on me. So you are welcome, my my my, my friends. I decided to do that. If somebody is dating here because of double tracking so that controller will know this is the one I'm paying and this is the one that is out of the system. 
You think you are smarter than who? No, I'm telling you, you think you are, you are, you are smarter than who? When it comes to physical, we have. Spiritual, we have. What, what are you talking about? I'm saying that when you are interested, Papa, this is the one that I want. Now, yesterday I was there. Somebody hold the lady hands, walked straight to me. He said, Papa, this is the lady I've been following. I talked to her. I said, no problem. This is something I like. Is this one you like? He said, yes. I said, let's come and let's talk. Simple. But you want to do jiggy, 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 jiggy. Okay, we shall see. We shall see. And I catch you, we shall see. Now, some time ago, I decided to do that. Those people that are dating in the house, I will introduce them. Now, whilst I was doing the introduction, I will say, Pastor Pierre, get up. Pastor Pierre and this one is dating. Pastor Pierre and this one is. As I was doing it, now, Trey, I saw one guy sneak out of the church. Why? Because he know I know about it. And he's doing another one. So if I introduce, there will be a crash. The guy smoothed out. I called, when we closed, I called my daughter. I said, did you see what happened? He said, he did this. I said, so after all I've done for you, it still didn't see. He said, no. Papa, he said, Papa, he said about the guy when he walked out. I said, yes. What is the meaning of walking out? That smart move the guy did. What is it? Uh, Papa, me, all this I've been suspecting, but today the guy has confirmed. I said, watch ya. Watch ya. Well, Johnny, me really not a guy in this now, oh, you're lucky. Now, I'm saying, yeah, maybe, and then we said, yeah, to Glory be to God. And you see, another side of it, too, is that when I did that, you know, there are some people, too, they've put stamp on some of them. They've put stamp on some of them for future investment. So, even though he has not said anything yet, but he's buying things, sending you credit, but he has not said. The moment I did the introduction, I credit ceased. Because what? Ah, uh, said so now you, 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 you are, you have someone. Hey, stop. So that it wouldn't be any battle in this thing. Glory be to God. By the grace of God, this month we are having three weddings in there. It's good. It's something. It's something good that we have to encourage that the youth they must see themselves date and marry. There's nothing wrong with it. Glory be to God. So this is a warning to you. The warning has taken most of my time. So you should know it's a very heavy warning. A lady, and most especially the ladies, you are mostly vulnerable. That is why I'm speaking to you. The moment the guy comes, don't accept first. Tell him to go and tell Papa. Listen, no Mama, I said Papa. There's difference between Mama and Papa. If you are somebody, you will know. Go and tell Papa that this is if you are wise, do it. It will help you. A word to the wise. Is what? In the west? Is where? In the north. Glory be to Put your hands together for the Lord. Powerful. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen and amen. Good. So, the one that is standing, is it today the birthday? No when? Next week, okay. I pray on your birthday you bring someone and introduce the person to me. Glory be to God. Amen and amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Now this morning I want to speak to you about something. I think it's only one person I'm praying the Lord will give him someone dear to the destiny for me. Amen and amen. Uh -huh. The one that it is doing, uh, if you connect, it is good. Uh -huh. Amen and amen. Good. So I'm speaking to you about a message I've entitled, Holiness is a requirement for greatness. Holiness is a requirement for greatness. If a man desires to be great in life, if you wish to be great in life, you have no option than to live a holy life. It's a requirement and a necessity for anybody that wants to live a great life and a glorious life. Glory be to God. So holiness is something that God demands from each and every one of us. It's something that God demands from each and every one. It's a demand. Now God demands that we live in holiness, walk in his holiness through his finished work 
on the cross. Glory be to God. His finished work is to live righteously, not carelessly. Okay, sit down. I'll punish you. Sit down. Joe, sit down. But the distance sits. His intention is that through his finished work, we live a righteous life and not a careless life. Glory be to God. You need to know and understand that heaven is the most orderly thing created and you don't expect it to accommodate this orderly man and woman. Glory be to God. Now Daniel chapter 1 verse 8. Daniel chapter 1 verse 8. It's one of God's purpose that we walk in holiness. It's a Daniel purpose in his heart. Not to defile himself with the king's food. So it must become one of your purpose of living on this earth that I will live a holy life. When you put together all your purposes, I want to be, I want to do this. Never forget that holiness must be part of your purpose while you are living on earth. Isaiah 53 verse 5. Isaiah 53 verse 5. Isaiah 53 verse 5. Now let's look at something here, something very profound. Something very profound here. Something very profound. Isaiah 53 verse 5. But he. But he. Was wounded for our transgressions. Now somebody follow here. He was sorry for this one not working. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. Anytime you are pronouncing this word, you need to take your time. Chastisement. You have to hit your chest two times before it will come. Of, for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. Now what's something here? Somebody pay attention. Now this scripture is giving you reasons why he came to die. And he gave us four reasons why he came to die. And out of the four reasons why he came to die, three out of the four was for you to live a holy life. Was as a result of your sins. Give it back. He said, but he was wounded. He was wounded for what? Your transgressions, your sins. Number one. Number two, he was bruised for what? Your iniquities, your sin. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. Someone will say that man of God, but peace is not the sin. Let me show you something here. Peace is righteousness. Anytime you find peace, you will see righteousness. Righteousness walk hand in hand with peace. Holiness walk hand in hand with peace. If you want to experience peace on every side of your life, live a holy life. You have to live a holy life. Glory be to God. Scripture said that for righteousness kisses peace. For righteousness kisses peace. Give me Isaiah 32 verse 17. Isaiah 32 verse 17. So that somebody will understand when we talk about righteousness, we are talking about the peace of God. Isaiah 32 verse 17. Now what's something here? The work of righteousness will be what? The work of righteousness will be what? So peace is what? Peace is what? So that means that peace is a product of righteousness. So look at these three things. You are saying we shouldn't talk about holiness. We should talk about what? Four reasons why he came to die. Out of the four, three was as a result of your sins. So you need to do everything possible to live a holy life. So he took all these beatings to give us a bidding to make it to heaven. Glory be to God. So it's a demand from God that we live in holiness. Holiness is a command. It is not an option. It is not something you can negotiate. That I want to live a holy life. And I don't, no, 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 no. I can't live because I don't know. It is an obligation. First Peter chapter 1 verse 15. 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 Those that are here, please pardon me. Sorry for the screen that is not working. But as he who called you is holy, 
you also be holy in your conduct someone will ask say, oh man of God is holiness possible yes it is possible oh you see there are some Christians that even say that even looking at this perverse generation uh, you can't be straight you can't be all that perfect who told you God knows that we have that ability that capacity to live a holy life so he has given us this command give it back that be ye holy you also be holy so it's not an option it's a command he's enforcing it on you be holy in all your conduct in your talking in your walking be holy some people even walk jambalamba jambalamba a depict a jamain he said in all things depict holiness as a lady walk majestically walk majestically the head is shaking the buttocks is shaking some way walk majestically in all your dealings verse 16 verse 16 verse 16 verse 16 because it is written be holy he's saying it again for I am holy so if any man wants to work with God holiness is a requirement it's a necessity you can't substitute holiness for any other thing you can't substitute it Leviticus chapter 20 verse 26 Leviticus 20 verse 26 Leviticus 20 verse 26 quickly Leviticus 20 verse 26 and you shall be holy to me for I the Lord I am holy and have separated you from the people that you should be mine so if you want to be God's property God's own then you have to live a holy life why God has separated you he has separated you from some people so you can't live your life as how some people have lived because it took his blood it took his death to separate you from some people to live a holy life glory be to God it is possible to live a holy life <laughs> Abba, it's not easy it's, I said it is easy it is easy you have that potential it is easy you need to know and understand that every command God gives has a blessing attached to it so if God is telling you to live a holy life be holy that means that there is a blessing attached to holiness anytime God issues out a command understand he has issued out a blessing anytime God issues out a command he has issued out a blessing in disguise so he said do this and get that people don't want to do it because they feel it's a command you are compressing you are suppressing you are demanding no it's a command that comes with a blessing and you need to do it until people walk with God's commandment they can never see a blessing so many people are frustrated struggling to make it in life they are trying to make it at their own command glory be to God there is no way even though I'm the one that got the church got this television maybe I'm the one that got this suit but I cannot speak to this suit that hey come and wear me and the suit will jump this thing and come and put on me and I say and I come and I speak to television get on get on switch on and it will know it's not a command that has been programmed with it God is saying for anyone who wants to be great in life this is a commandment I'm giving to you be holy be holy why so many things are not working for people because they are not ready to go by the commandments of God so the commandment of God is to push men from the place of discomfort to a place of comfort is to push you someone say I won't go I want this place okay suffer there is to push you from a place of scarcity to a place of abundance from a place of pain to a place of gain but ready how many people are ready for that is to push you from a place of disappointment to a place of appointment anytime God is saying God is way it's not meant to crush you it's meant to lift you it's not meant to bring you low it's meant to lift you so when God say in which you are, you are supposed to live a holy life then that means that it's a necessity and it's a requirement for greatness Proverbs chapter 14 verse 34 Proverbs 14 verse 34 Proverbs 14 verse 34 
Proverbs 14, verse 34. It said, Righteousness exalt what? So, what exalt someone? Righteousness is what exalts a nation. Now, listen to me. We are living in a world that puts spirituality aside. There are so many things that are fighting us. Even the natural laws are fighting us. What are some of these laws that I'm talking about? The law of gravity is on you, fighting you, opposing you. So with that alone, it's not easy to break through in life. It's not easy to make it in life. Why? The law of gravity says that anybody wants to go higher in life, we should bring him down. So no matter how high you jump, you still come down. You still come down. So you need to come to understand that that there is a weight on us. There is a weight on everything that we are doing. No matter how powerful your car is. Do you know that when you are speeding, there is something that is opposing the car. And that is the wind. It opposes the car. The wind opposes the car. So if there was not to be any wind, the speed of every car cannot be compared to us. There is a wind. So there are things that are opposing us. When I throw this handkerchief, I want it to go higher. But no matter what man of God, it's not about anointing. Hey, stay. It will stay. It will still come. Why? Because something is opposing it. Now, if something is opposing us, then we go and add the weight of sin to it. Beloved, and you, you wake up every day, you sleep 14 hours, 24 hours. Yeah, you you are you are you are dead cry you are not part of it, the game you are not part of it already something is opposing you and you are still adding things on top what exalt a man is a righteousness exalt a nation but what sin give it back the scripture proverbs 14 34 but sin is a reproach to any sin is a reproach to any some people think that it's righteousness is only a demand for man of men of God evangelist prophet but I will show you something this morning sin is a reproach to all men I know people that were rising so powerfully in life from nowhere a canker cousin brought them low and brought them down you must be watchful when God is talking we must take it serious when God is speaking we must consider his words as something as a treasure something we can desire for glory be to God now I want you to understand two things about sin two things about sin why so many you see in this life when you have options to leave that is when you have some things to choose between the other I keep telling us that the life, this life will always present itself in two ways. Two ways. It's either you are living a righteous life or you are living a sinful life. It will at every point in time present itself in two ways. Glory be to God. So we need to know about the sin so that people can have options to choose. Glory be to God. Now, what are some of the things you need to know about sin? Number one, you need to know about the pleasure of sin. The pleasure of sin. Get to know that the pleasure of sin is for a moment. The pleasure of sin is for a moment. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 25. The pleasure of sin is for a moment. The pleasure of sin is for a moment. Hebrews eleven twenty-five. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasure. The passing pleasure of sin. Why so many people are eager to sin is because they think there is a pleasure in sin. There is something that I need to taste. There is something that I need to try. But he's saying that the pleasure of sin is passing. It's fleeting. It's not something that you can enjoy for a lifetime. It's not something you can enjoy for a lifetime. The taste of sin is not sweet. The taste of sin is not sweet. I was telling somebody that you see, one of the days that people 
sin the most and people even regret the most is on 31st December is that day you know why everybody wants to do his last thing before he enters the next year so someone who has not smoked before will smoke before because why anything I say I'm a victim I don't preach for people I preach for myself gone are the days where when 31st is coming somebody I, I targeted January I'll make sure I'll put you down before we cross the next year can you can you testify to it testify in your mind yes testify in your mind then you go and do it quickly before 2 a.m. then you come and join the service that is the time so many you know why they want to test it before the year goes to an end they want to have a feel of it this thing that they are talking about how is it but scripture is saying the pleasure of sin is not sweet sin does not have an everlasting sweetness I don't know maybe there's something you've tasted so called sin it tasted sweet I know there are certain sin it tastes sweet we must be honest but the sweetness is not everlasting it's just for a moment and after that time you will come to a place of regret the next thing you need to know about sin is that the consequences of sin can be generational the consequences of sin can be generational people have not come to understand that that the consequences of sin is generational second Samuel chapter 11 second Samuel chapter 11 verse 4 the consequences of sin is generational is generational then David sent messengers and took her and she came to him and he lay with her for she was cleansed from her impurity and she returned to her house now this is talking about a man called David that took the wife of somebody and when David took the wife of somebody we thought that David has taken somebody's wife and that is all that is all but give me second Samuel chapter 12 verse 10 let's look at the consequences the consequences that David had second Samuel chapter 12 verse 10 the consequences that David had now watch this we are talking about this same man who took somebody's wife he said now therefore the sword shall never depart from your house because you have despised me and have taken wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your wife now listen he did two sins here two powerful sins that David committed two powerful sins what was the first one the first one was that he despised God so many people despise God so many despise God take God for granted it's a sin the next thing is that he took somebody's wife and Bible said the sword never departed from the house now listen to me child of God how you live matters to your next generation don't be selfish it is very crucial for your yet your babies that you are yet to be born the distraction should cease please it is disturbing me it should cease whatever thing that is it you know we can solve it after the church it should cease give it my my scripture back second Samuel chapter 12 verse 10 now protocol sit down position yourself second Samuel chapter 12 now therefore the soul shall never depart from your house because you have despised me and have taken the wife of you are the Hittite to be your wife to be your wife the consequences of it is that the soul now listen to me there are times that things that we suffer the consequences of some things that we suffer you need to know and understand that it's not something you have committed you need to know there are certain families by the error of one woman the family has been denied devoid of the glory in their marriage and it's not something that you committed it it's not something that you caused it but it's as a result of somebody that lived many years ago and the consequences of it people have come to live and they are still going through it sometimes assess it there are certain families there are certain lineage 
You see, they suffer divorce. Some do they suffer rejection. Some do this thing, this that. It's as a result of how somebody lived many years ago in the family. Now listen to me. I did some small research about drugs, addiction of drugs. I got to know if you don't know what I'm telling you today. That drugs addiction comes through genetic. Genetic. That is why you see somebody who smoke weed for 20 years, nothing will happen to the person. One man would take it, they say, You know why? He didn't know that it is something in the blood. Go and research about it. Something in the blood. And you are not the one that caused it. How did it come about? Somebody lived, lived on drugs for many years. And through that, the person gave birth. And through the blood, it has become something genetic. And you are not the one that caused it. So we must be aware of the consequences of sin. Let's stay in holiness. Let's stay out of sin. Where you stay will determine what stays on you. So let's stay in holiness. Let's stay out of sin. Because where you stay will determine what stays on you. Just you can imagine that maybe you are in the kitchen and your wife is cooking, cooking this thing, garlic, and you are in the kitchen. You come out with garlic scent on you. Is it not so? So Bible said, the other time Joshua the high priest up, appeared before the Lord. And the Lord said, no, this guy went somewhere. And the thing he's wearing has been tainted. Let's change the thing. There is death in the thing. Change it. Some people think that, you see, you've done the thing in secret. Nobody saw it. But it has a stain on you. It has a stain. That is why somebody would date a lady. Four years. Five years. When the guy is ready to marry, he back you somewhere. Go for another. Why? There's a stain of a jamai on you. Nobody wants to marry someone with it. So you dear, you keep play, playing around. Keep fooling, sir. Some people will regret. I tell you that one. I don't have to hide it from you. Some people will regret how they have lived. I tell you. Because of the consequences of sin. You cannot dodge it. You cannot escape it. Nobody has ever lived on earth and has escaped the consequences of sin. Not even men of God. You will go through it. You will suffer it. Therefore, we must do everything possible to stay away from sin. I was not the one cooking. Yes, I know you were not the one cooking. But so far as you were there, the stain is on you. Glory be to God. So we must dodge these things and stay out of it. Amen and amen. The next thing you need to know that sin is deceptive. Sin is deceptive. Sin is deceptive. It's not as how we see it. Sin is not as how we see it. It portrays itself to be so caring. But no, he wants to destroy your life. It's deceptive. It portrays itself as something so nice glamorous so beautiful but it's not as how it is when you enter into sin that is when you get to know that it's very deceptive I thought sin could do this I thought sin will bring this but no 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 9 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 9 1 Corinthians 6 9 1 Corinthians 6 9 quickly so do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God do not be deceived neither fornicators nor others. so do not be deceived do not be deceived by what do not be deceived by this sense that he's talking about here do not be deceived by it do not be deceived by it glory be to God now Adam thought that taking the tree of life will be it will, it will really help but he didn't know that by taking that fruit, it looked so nice. When it was there, it looked so nice. Until he tasted of it, it shifted him from the beautiful garden to the wilderness. Now sometimes, the thing from afar will look so glorious. But when you get into it, you will get to know it is really putting your life in despair. Glory be to God. God wants us to dwell in the safest place and walk on the safest road 
it's not about the car that you drive it's not about the houses that you live in it's not about any of these things safety is in holiness safety is in holiness so no matter how fast you travel in this life at a very top speed i don't envy anybody who is doing anything in life but the people i'm so mindful about are those that are journeying in sin anything at all can somersault you anything at all can bring you down why there is a way which seems right to a man but the end is death we must be conscious about sin holiness is the only guarantee for greatness if any man wants to be great in life no matter whichever means you use holiness is the only way now quickly let's look at the benefits of living a holy life there is nothing i tell you i give to you that i will not give you the benefit of it the benefit thereof the benefit but it pains my heart that people wants to do their own thing it's sad that somebody claim he's having malaria he goes to the hospital doctor diagnose that for malaria take coatem the person who say i will not take coatem no but i will take we toffee hey my boy you will die simple you will die simple we toffee is not the solution to malaria you need to take your malaria dry coatem what you are believing god for i'm giving you solution i'm giving you the benefit when you do it what you will you get number one the benefit of living a holy life first timothy chapter 4 verse 8 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 now watch this self so for bodily exercise somebody pay attention to this. if you can open on your phone or whatever because of this one it said for bodily exercise profits little what is bodily exercise I wake up early in the morning I go to the gym I do bodily exercise or I wake up in the morning I take off my shoes I walk on the gravels it has what it will bring to you the benefit thereof glory with God of late I've started exercising because I want to work on the heart cardio glory with God these things that we are doing you know, it demands strength when you don't have strength you can't even this thing glory be to God nah. let me share this thing with you there's a man of God that a guy was following and the guy said I said why have you stopped following this man of God I stopped following the man of God because uh, he's the one that read the those people that interpret record said he has stopped otherwise he has stopped said when the man of god is preaching now he's doing what is the english name for it fatwish you kind of say i don't want to say the tree the tree is nasty so i want to use it but you know it for yourself if the one sitting beside you doesn't know what i'm talking about try and explain it to you because we are on life i can't see anything are you getting it if you are not i'm saying when you went to school when somebody produces a bad scent what do we call it huh you don't know you didn't go to school huh fat fat is somebody who is this thing fat okay so the guy said he has stopped i said why have you stopped say anytime the man is preaching you know, he's fatting fatting so when they close from church just like the people are here you can imagine if i'm here and i'm fatten who will you suspect huh oh no i'm here who will you suspect you're a bad destiny why are you pointing hands at him why will you suspect him because i'm the head pastor you can't measure me with such a thing okay so this guy can stop playing the keyboard if every day i'm come to stand here and i'm fatty why because when they close from church then the people are saying you the thing you are doing you have to stop when papa is preaching that thing you've been doing you have to stop the guy said i don't know anything i say hey so are you trying to say it's the papa that is doing the thing but i hope i'm not the reason why when you play the thing now you want to rush to the thing hope i'm not the thing uh-huh well maybe the atmosphere for you is not good because you don't know what happens to men of god the shouting and the distance, no, it clears things from the distance. Yeah, 
you can ask this thing when you are lifting metals the first thing that you are lifting if you don't take it the sound you produce Nalai is it not so yeah. so the guy said he has stopped why because the man of God is doing something that people think he is the one doing it I pray for you after this morning no one will suspect you of something you've not done glory be to God everything we do is prophetical so on this note I prophesy over your life anything that anybody has suspected you of I decree and I declare upon your life may God redeem you and may redemption come to you in the name of Jesus first Timothy chapter 4 verse 8 8 now watch this so for body exercise it can only profit the body it can profit the heart when you are doing but holiness watch this godliness is profitable number one for what all things so i thought holiness is something that only profits men of god that was what i used to think that holiness is something meant for all. why because we do spiritual descent but he's saying something here. Watch, bring it back. So godliness is profitable for all things. All things means all things. So maybe you are selling, you are buying, you are a hairdresser, you do ministry, you do this, you do that, you are a teacher, you are a banker. Holiness profits in all things. So if you want to make it in whatever you are doing, you need to live a holy life because holiness has a prophet and that is the prophet I'm going to share with you he said having promise of the life that now and of that which is to come so holiness is the only thing that can give you a guarantee and a promise in two major things it promises you of something on earth that it will make you great and it also promises you of the end of this world life after this world it promises you of something that it will give you a better place to live why this world will come to an end it will come to an end and there is a promise for everybody and he said that promise I will divide it into two give you one on earth and I will give you one after earth glory be to God now the first thing benefit of holiness is that it brings divine health divine health divine health divine health holy living causes you to enjoy divine health sin is the doorway to certain sicknesses sin is the doorway to certain sicknesses mark chapter 2 verse 5 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 mark 2 verse 5 sin is the doorway when Jesus saw their faith he said to the paralytic son your sins are forgiven so that means that this man who was paralytic was as a result of his sin you've met somebody who is sick why should you first talk about the fact that his sins has been forgiven that means that until your sins are forgiven you can't be made whole you can't enjoy health you can enjoy hell so we must be mindful about it John chapter 5 verse 14 John chapter 5 verse 14 John chapter 5 somebody that has lived in sickness for 38 solid years 38 solid years John 5 14 watch this after Jesus found him in the temple and said to him see you have been made well sin no more somebody says sin no more Let's worse things come upon you. That means that what brought about that thing upon him was as a result of his sin. So he was telling him that if you are able to do away with sin, the door of sickness will be closed in your life. Simple as that. Simple as that. There are so many sicknesses that sin brings to men, but they don't know. Some of you, you found yourself in masturbation. Can I tell you something? If you don't know, go and research about it. The consequences of masturbation. Prostrate. So many things. If you don't know, go and research. So you think you found something better doing. Uh, keep on. Enlargement. Keep on. 
keep on so many people think that they are busy enjoying sex go and ask and research the sicknesses that now they are identifying in sex is far beyond what you know the gonococcus that you know the gonococcus is ancient destiny now he doesn't work again he has retired new sicknesses are living in sex that we must be mindful about people must come to understanding so many people are busy in lesbianism gayism they don't know the consequences of it so they are busy but i pray for you anything that the enemy wants to entangle you with as a result give you something cheap like sickness i pray may the lord deliver you i said may the lord deliver you i said may the lord deliver you somebody is busy on abortion but he has not thought about the consequences of abortion that it brings something like fibroid they don't know some even to know they say they don't care they want to live anyhow and sin is the result of all these things now god is not the man that brings sickness to any man god is not the man behind sickness it's sin that is behind sickness why he said the wages of sin is death and when you get to know that you encounter sickness in sin it is leading you down 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 into death there was a young man that used to come to church here i keep telling this young man i keep telling this young man the lord will open my eyes he's doing ziggy ziggy zanga zanga songonongo with guys i said man god come this thing that you are doing it will lead you to devil it will not help you stop it i tell him one i tell him two i tell him three the other time whilst in the service i saw a mighty angel the angel just appeared in the service i don't know if some of you were here and the angels were standing before me doing this tell him send a word of caution not only to him but use him as a point of contact and send a word of caution to everybody that is in latin i said how many people remember i said someone is here you found yourself in gazing if you don't stop you are going to operate you because your anus is about to open and there's so much infection that is going to affect your your waist area and your back destiny you gotta stop how many people were here good so many people were here as i'm speaking to you the guy is going on that now they did first surgery on him he came to me man of god i said move you talk about things you don't listen the next time another operation now he has been scheduled for the third operation and they are telling him that if this operation that you are going to do if it fails then for the rest of his life he got to put on pampers because the anus has opened and anytime he sit down now feces and toilet will not ask you permission before it comes it has its free own will to come anytime any day so you got to put it on and you need to know and understand that when you are walking or living this life the rest of your life in such a thing you can get to know no matter the cologne you put on yourself you cannot smell good beloved we need to stay in holiness to enjoy divine health we need to stay in holiness to enjoy divine health no matter what there was a man called Gehazi this man was living so coolly everything was entered following Papa to everywhere that they go going for programs going here going here one time Papa was not there a lady came to Papa and said Papa I want to go give you, give you a seat the seed encountered this young man the young man said Papa is very busy meanwhile Papa was not busy took the seed Bible said he didn't know that he was taking quarter quarter oh, you've not read your Bible eh? go and read it we must be mindful about it sin opens the doorway for sicknesses sicknesses in our life so many things you are doing it is bringing kidney problem kidney problem keep drinking maybe you've not thought about the consequences of it kidney problem liver problem pancreas problem arthritis so many things stroke that we are opening ourselves to people of god we are not ignorant of his devices lest he takes advantage of us our eyes must be open don't think you've got your free own will there is a day and a time to pay for everything that we've done and this is what the devil will reward us with for our sins that we've been committing glory be to god the next thing 
the next thing is that holiness breathes I'm giving you a benefit of holiness it breathes wealth wealth riches and multiplication of resources if you want to stay in wealth live a holy life live a holy life Genesis chapter 17 verse 1 to 2 Genesis 17 verse 1 to 2 Genesis 17 verse 1 to 2 if any man desire to live there when Abraham was 99 years old the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him I'm the Lord God Almighty Almighty here means that El Shaddai God of more than enough God of all sufficiency walk before me and be blameless live a holy life be blameless live a holy life he said and what will happen father if I live a holy life what will happen he said I will make my covenant between me and you and will multiply you exceedingly somebody say exceedingly the Lord will multiply you exceedingly your finances everything that you do the Lord will multiply it Job chapter 1 verse 1 to 3 Job 1 verse 1 to 3 Job 1 verse 1 to 3 Job 1 verse 1 to 3 we are talking about people that live in holiness and the benefit they got out of it there was a man in the land of Oz whose name was Job and that man was blameless yes he was holy he was righteous and upright and one who feared God and shone evil verse 2 and seven sons and three daughters were born to him <laughs> also his now get to know that in the olden days they quantified their wealth not in money they quantified their wealth in cattle sheep gold whatever that is why you say Pharaoh said to he said to Moses go and serve the Lord but leave your cattle and your sheep behind it means that go and serve the Lord but don't serve him in wealth and in riches that is why so many believers are poor leave your riches behind leave it behind 50 cities leave it behind 20 cities no Pharaoh said don't go don't take it leave it behind he wants you to be poor he knows why he said that and he has possessions where 7,000 sheep 3,000 camels my God 500 yoke of oxen 500 female donkeys and very large household yes so that this man was the greatest of all the people of the east the greatest he was the richest man that ever lived the richest man the Bill Gates of that time the Bill Gates of that time why because he walked before the Lord and he was blameless it doesn't matter there is something that God has said no matter what you do you will have it if you are able to go by it you will have it you will surely have it so Bible said the other time even Abraham at the age of 99 then he has been able to encounter all these things Bible said he knelt down and began to worship God so worship me body why was he saying that he has devoid himself of everything and he's relying on God for everything that he is believing God for he has come to know that the source of it can only come from God glory be to God the next thing that holiness brings is that holiness brings divine favor it brings divine favor divine favor how many need favor how many people need favor oh my god favor is all that you need if you don't have favor you are living a dead life if you don't have favor you are living a dead life psalm 5 verse 1 psalm 5 verse 12 psalm 5 verse 12 psalm 5 verse 12 quickly psalm 5 verse 12 psalm 5 verse 12 for you, O oh Lord, will bless who? Bless who? The wicked. No, follow here. For you, O oh Lord, will bless who? Will bless who? With favor. With what? With what? With favor. You will surround him as with a shield. The Lord will bless the righteous. The Lord will bless the righteous. And he will surround him with favor. Genesis 42 verse 18. What do I need favor for? Huh? You need favor. Genesis 42 verse 18. Genesis 42 verse 18. 
So Joseph recognized his brothers, but they did not recognize him. Uh, which one is this? Genesis 42, verse 18. Is that one he has given? 42, verse 18. Then Joseph said to them, 42 verse 8. Joseph said to them, Then Joseph said to them the third day, Do this and leave. Do what and leave. Live a holy life and leave. Do this and leave. When we talk about living, it's not about the fact that you are able to go and come. Some are a living dead. Do this and leave. For I fear God. Why do I have to leave? Do this and leave. Why do I have to? I mean, I have everything. I'm okay. No, 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 no. If you don't have favor, we are talking about favor here. If you don't have favor, you are not living. Psalm 30 verse 5. Psalm 30 verse 5. It said, in his favor is life. In his favor is life. So favor brings you yourself. For his anger is for but a moment. His favor is what? Life. So when a man has the favor of God, you have life. When you are lacking favor, anywhere you get to, those have been locked. You've been rejected. You've been denied. Those have been closed. Exodus 12, verse 36. Then I end here. Exodus 12, 36. Exodus 12, 36. Exodus 12, 36. Now watch this. And the Lord had given the people favor. The Lord had given what? Now favor is all that you need. And favor comes as a result of a holy living. When you dwell in sin and live in sin, your life will be disfavored. Your life will be disfavored. Your life will be disfavored. He said, and the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they granted them what they requested. Now, without favor, what you ask for will not be granted. Anything you ask for will not be granted. As for marriage, it will not be granted. There are billions and millions of people under the sun. Why will a man choose one? Among them, look through her and choose one and favor him. It means it is favor. It's not by beauty. Because when we're talking about beauty, some are beautiful than you. Why will God look through among the people and decide that you are the one supposed to be a manager? I'm talking about favor. You got to listen. You don't listen to this thing. Bless her for the rest of your life. Because when you are not having favor, not living in favor, you'll be struggling. When you have favor, he said, whatever you request for will be given to you. So all that you need is favor. It's not about connections. Favor. The connection you talk about is favor. You need that. You get to the place. Oh, uncle, uh, can you send me money? They say, you will do it because of favor. Can I decree and declare upon each and every one of you anything you ask for in life by the favor of God may you have it I said this morning by virtue of your holy living by virtue of your nature as a righteous man as a righteous woman anything you've requested for I don't care the years I don't care the time I don't care the age by virtue of favor, may whatever you've asked for be granted. Somebody shout a bigger amen. I said shout a bigger amen. I said shout a bigger amen. Glory be to God. Holiness makes you a star. Holiness makes you a star. Holiness brings you into stardom. And pray, TikTok cannot make you a star. Holiness. Young lady, be careful. You will regret how you've lived. We are living in a technological world. And everything you put out there will be stored. You will live to see it. Your generations will come to live to see it. Keep putting your bomb bomb everywhere. Keep living. It will not bring you into stardom. What are you, what are you seeking for in life at all? Then the people to me go to the stand of just wearing panties. Some even they can't do anything just to shake their bomb. The moment the video is going, their bomb bomb is going. You gotta be careful. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. You live to regret someday. You live to regret it. We've suffered certain things that we've done. We've suffered certain things. I can't remember long ago, recently, 
I was at the airport. As soon as I touched that, everybody said, Man of God, oh, prophet. This one is coming. Let me hold your back. This one is, let me this, this. This one is doing everybody creating attention. One lady was standing there. We move friends of food. Just said it aloud for everybody. Wow, man of God, you know what you've done? You've dated this lady before. And he has every right to disgrace you. Every right to disgrace you. Be careful how you are living. You will regret someday. Be careful. It's not a joke. Be careful. Be careful what you put out there. You will regret someday. You will regret someday. You will regret someday. Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13. Verse 43. Matthew 13 verse 43. Matthew 13 verse 43. Matthew 13, 43. Nothing will bring you into stardom than living a holy life. Then the righteous will walk, shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears, let him walk. He who has walk, let him walk. Righteousness will make you walk, shine. Righteousness will make you shine. You want to shine in the area of business? In the area of banking, in the area of whatever that you are doing, it takes righteousness to cause you to shine. You can shine on every side when you are living a holy life. When you are living a holy life. Bible said, Joseph became a star that everybody was looking up to him. In the land of Egypt, they couldn't do without Joseph. Why? A holy man. Please! endeavor to live a holy life endeavor to live a holy life he said i'm not a wicked god that when you pray i cannot hear but it's your sins it's your sins it's your sins the solution to unanswered prayers is as a result of sin let's do away with sin let's live in purity let's stay in holiness the lord will answer us can you be on your feet this morning can you be on your feet? Can you be on your feet? Can you be in your feet? Can you be in your feet? Wash me, but come me, me, For the rest of your life, live a holy life. Genuine repentance. Father, this is what I'm doing. 
some of you because of pride you would die in the temple he said for you to leave let the person give it back give it back what is lawful and right he shall surely live and shall not die beloved don't wait to die in it the wages of sin is death the wages of sin is death there is one particular sin you keep doing every day you desire for the strength of God to live a holy life to live a righteous life now I want to give you this opportunity begin to pray ask God for strength may God lift you out of that thing may God some of you it could be disobedience if you don't take care disobedience can kill you it can kill you the Lord said don't go in this way you say you want to go don't do this you want to do just begin to ask for his his strength to walk out of sin and to step into holiness ask for him his strength I don't want to die in your sins you can't die in your sins ask for forgiveness the strength of God it's only the proud that knows this thing is weighing me down the masturbation the fornication the, the whatever thing addiction it is weighing me down kill that thing before it kills you deal with it before it deals with you deal with it deal with it deal with it don't be proud don't be proud don't be proud we can only see his strength in our weakness ah his strength is available as a result of your weakness so any day any time you can beckon on him for his strength I see oh yes Lord to language of hope we believe you were blessed one more head on to new spring ag on facebook and instagram or you can subscribe to our youtube channel on new spring ag god bless you